This is Two Believers sharing with you from Eyewitness on January 9th, 2022. I want to talk about identity. I want to think about self. Who are you? You might be a believer, you might not. I don't know who's listening to the podcast. Right now it's early and it's probably just us listening to the podcast, but that's okay. I would do this even if it was just you and me and God. Mm-hmm. So right now it's just a conversation into the void, into future conversations. And I believe that whoever needs to hear this will hear it. Who are you? What makes you who you are? Who do people think you are? Are you different to different people? Is there a, I'm just going to call you Jamie, (laughs) stranger. Is there a, a fun Jamie? Is there a serious Jamie? Is there a work Jamie? Is there a play Jamie? Is there a weekend Jamie? And a work day Monday in the office Jamie? Is there a bowling but doesn't really let other people know it Jamie? Is there a secret bowling Jamie? (laughs) There might be a secret bowling Jamie. I don't know. Bowling still hit with some people. Not the kids really, but you know, some people like bowling bowling's a thing who are you how do you process that are you still figuring it out you could be 18 you could be 88 have you figured it out who you are do you have any understanding of the importance of your time here on this planet because you are a specifically thought of profoundly created being listen to these I think you're going to like them alright the first one is Genesis 2-7 this is from the Bible Hot off the presses from a long time ago. <clears throat> and the Lord God formed man. And of, women. Of the dust of the ground. And I, breathed I'm just saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Formed men, you go ahead. Uh, the breath of life and man became a living soul. God breathed life into a man. A human. I'm assuming everybody listening to this identifies as a human. Just saying. Kind of important, small detail, human. We're all that. We're all humans. Sorry, I'm very interrupting tonight. You go ahead. Are we moving on to the next one? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is going to be from Genesis 1. 27. Hold on a moment. (laughs) 
Ah, slow technology. That's all right. God breathed life into a man. That is a very specific and very sort of serious, tender moment. God creating. I don't know if you guys make anything. I don't know if you've ever had kids. If you've ever had kids, you get it. Like the specific care that you take, you know, the the cautions to a pregnant woman. No, no shellfish, no shrimp, you know, something about mercury, no peanut butter, no honey now, no corn apparently. I don't know. There's so many rules. But take care of yourself so you take care of the baby. And that's all very important. But listen to that. God breathed life into. That's a very specific act of giving a part of himself to us. Ready? Yeah. Second verse. Genesis 1, 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Amazing. Humans, male and female, not complicated. Similar, different in specific incredible ways designed on purpose with purpose have you thought of yourself that way a lot of people talk about I'm this or that I'm an artist I'm a high school student I'm a engineer whatever A lot of people talk about where they work. That's how they describe themselves. Sometimes they describe themselves by either the greatest thing that ever happened to them. You know, in high school, I was a heck of an athlete. Heck of an athlete. I don't know if they say it that way anymore. You know, I was the, the captain of the whatever team, right? They still identify as that. Some people have some trauma in their life and that becomes such a large part of who they are that that's how they identify, depending on who they're talking to, if the time is appropriate. I'm a victim of this or that or him or her. Ready for the third first? Let's go. I'm actually just going to read a block because a lot of them are from the same section. No problem. I think that's a great idea. Right? Um, All right. 13. All right. This is Psalm 139. I'm going to start at verse 13. Go ahead. I'll try not to interrupt, but you know how I am. For you were formed... Oh, for you, that is the creator God, formed my inner parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. 
Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. I love that. That's so cool. It talks about, well, really the person who's writing this is talking to God, saying, this is what you did. How incredible that you saw into a secret place where I was being developed before I was born. How you took great care to make me, to think of me, to know who I was going to be, to number my days, to, to plan out my days. That is really to plan out how many days to give me, because as you'll find out later, we all have free will and causes a great deal of trouble. We're not going to talk about trouble today. The creator who created the planets, the universe, the solar system, and things probably bigger than that that we can't see or reach. The creator who created all the tiny things, all the small things that walk upon the earth, and the little things that we can only see with a microscope, and things that are smaller than that, took the time to think of you, whoever you are, to think of each of us, and to decide that he needed a Jamie, for instance. He needed a David. He needed a Ross. I'm not trying to name some friends right now. (laughs) Sorry. Ross kind of veers me off in a direction. I wasn't thinking of but you know Not what I mean. But you know what I mean. I, I think it's something completely different. There, there needed to be. Well, we'll discuss that later. Yeah. We there needed to be a Keith and a Steve and a Todd. Todd. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Neither of us are named Todd. I'm sure he was a terrific guy. We never really knew him. We only knew of him. Legendary. My point is, God looked down and he said, I need you, this person, whoever you are, mysterious stranger, potentially listening to this podcast in the future, he needed a you. He thought of you. He thought of your days. He thought of your years. He thought of your life. He considered you and he created you. And I don't know who you are or who you identify, or how you identify, that doesn't matter. As long as you understand your identity is you are a created being, created by the greatest being, and he cared enough to make a you, to think that you were important and needed to be here. You ready? Go. This is in Matthew 10. Oh, yeah, we're not done. I'm I'm freelancing just a little. Uh, I'm going to start at verse 29. I'm just reading a block because a couple of them were related. Just let me know when you're done with our set of verses because in talking, I have forgotten where I'm at. (laughs) I I will go back to that. Uh, This is about worth, human worth. Right? You are freelancing. I wasn't going to talk about that yet, but you go ahead. No, that's not in the other section that you said. Everything it's still in is, the first section. Okay, okay, right. all right. 
uh, are not two sparrows. I'll allow it. <laughs> well, that's what this is sparrows, about. Sparrows, birds. Birds. Go ahead. That's what this. That's what this is about. This is about worth. Excellent. Let's okay. keep going. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will? Mm. When it says father, it means the creator God. Right, of course. Right. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are, more, you are of more value than many sparrows. Sparrows were pretty cheap back in the day. <laughs> they cost quite a bit more. I bet you could call PetSmart, and, well, they'll probably tell you that they don't actually sell sparrows, but you get the idea. God gave thought to every little thing he created. He gave detailed thought to to every person he created. That's what that hairs of your head are numbered thing makes me think of. Now, for those of you who don't have a lot, it's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Don't stress. How you look isn't who you are. Who you were created to be. Who you were created by. That. That's your identity. You were made on purpose by the creator of the universe. It's profound. Hold on to that. If you haven't figured out who you are yet, if you're stressed and identity freaks you out and you haven't really got a hold of your full self and, and you think you might need to talk to somebody about it, sure, talk to somebody about it, but I'm going to tell you right now, you were created on purpose, with purpose. Genesis 1 looks like 26. All right. Then God said, let us make man in our, own, in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Now we're going to go down to 28. Then God blessed them and God said to them, I have to read the next no, go verse ahead. because Absolutely. it doesn't make any sense to stop there. Right. Um, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Okay, how about that? So just to be clear, God of the universe could just be like, all right, this is my stuff, but you can come down here and have some of it. You can come down here and own some of it, whatever. No. Have dominion over it. This is yours. I made this for you. This dwelling place, the safety of being in the atmosphere of the earth, the beauty of the sky and the sea, the mountains, the animals. Everything is yours. Subdue it. Live. Multiply. Enjoy what I made for you. Incredible. I have several comments. I want to hear them. 
I want you to think about something, Jamie. Think about humans. Think about the animals, because we were talking about the animals. Really think about what they have. Cheetahs are super fast. Panthers can jump and bound a whole lot. You see one, if you try and run, it don't really matter, <laughs> right? Yeah, once once you see it, it's it's over. Sorry, stay away from cheetahs, true story. Think about it. Snakes that are so venomous, they have to have a super red head to identify, hey, I'm super dangerous. I love how God put warnings on some of the animals. So great. The spitting frogs that spit venomous, poisonous stuff at you. There are so many animals out there that are faster than us, bigger than us, stronger. They have natural weapons. They have bites, they have claws, they have tails, they have venom, they, are, they have all kinds of things. Yeah, baby humans, not so much. But think about a human. You're talking about a baby human because we were talking about being formed. When it comes out, it can't even hold up its head. True story. It can't even feed itself. No. No. You can't crawl. You can't walk. Right. You can't talk. It takes a while to get to a point before you can actually even crawl or walk or talk or do any of this stuff. And you know what? Even then, you still don't have claws. You still can't fly. You still can't swim in the ocean. You're not amphibious like some animals that can go in the water and out of the water. You have no venom. You have no horns. You have no antlers. You have, uh, I already said venom, but there's all kinds. Of, you can't spit venomous stuff. You don't have a sting. You don't have any of that stuff. You don't have armor like some animals have. Like the anteater, who has just the right amount of stuff, claws to dig into an anthill and a long tongue to get ants out of that. It is specifically designed and created for that purpose. We don't have any of that. Not a one. How have we survived so long on this planet? What do you think, Jamie? How about what we just read? We have been given dominion. Some people will say it's because of that big brain on top of our heads. That we can't hold up for a few weeks after we're born? Yeah, okay, that ain't working for me. Try again. But if it developed slowly over time, how did you ever survive in the first place? Okay, can I answer now? Yeah. Because... You were created on purpose, with purpose, by a God who thought of you and then made you and then waited and watched you while you developed inside your mother and was the only one who could really see you at that time. Mm -hmm. Think about that. 
just watching his little Jamie grow. Waiting, thinking about her life and who she would be and who she could be. You are more than whatever you probably allow people to see. You are not just workday Jamie. You are not just church day Jamie. You are not just potluck Jamie or going to the club Jamie or weekend Jamie. You are created by a divine creator who had a plan and it was called Jamie. You are not an accident. You are not an oversight. There is a purpose. There is a plan. The Creator God created us all for a reason. It is not whatever somebody else has put upon you or said this is it or that is it or you are only this much or you can only go this far or you can only go to this place. The Creator God is the one who tells us what we can do where we can go, what we can be. Everything that you are, everything that we have, from our eyes to our ears, the mouth, we are all created to live on this planet. Eyes to see what we call photons, that's light. Ears to hear sound waves, so on and so forth. You are not a mistake. You are not an accident. You do have a purpose. You do have a reason. You are not trash. You are not to be thrown away. You may think that your life has gotten to a certain point and it has been wrecked, but you know what God does? He takes old things and he makes them new. Do you know what a volcano does when it blows up? Think about that. It takes a whole lot of things that are in the forest nearby and it wrecks it, breaks it down. But you know what it does after that? The seeds sprout up. Now they're activated. There is new birth, new life that comes from that. God knows how to remake things and make them new again. He can do it for you as well. Think about who you are. Be very careful about what truth you accept about who you are. This is Two Believers for Eyewitness. Till next time.